Good morning, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. Uh, I am Loretta Brown. I am the owner of a Reiki Oasis located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last 28 years. Woo! We do all kinds of magnificent things over there. Everything from Reiki to spiritual guidance. I know what the heck does that mean to hypnotherapy, behavior modification, and more than anything, it's about love. It's about the heart. And that's what we're here for. Um, I do have Reiki classes coming up for those of you that feel the tugging of your heart this year of 2023. We're being called to step into a higher destiny. And if Reiki is for you, please sign up at schedule.reikioasis.com. And I'll have the trainings in February, March, and April. Big shout out to my patrons. We are a listener-supported show. And of course, we're live on the air. <laughs> we're actually alive. Daniel, we're alive. <laughs> Hang on just a second. I'm doing a quick astrology check-in, and then I'm going to bring my guest on. As of January 18th yesterday, Mercury has gone direct. Thank goodness we started the years with Mars and Mercury retrograde, and it was a sluggish sluggish energy we're pl plodding through old stuff but guess what get ready put your tinfoil hat on because here we go and we also have a beautiful new moon in aquarius on january 21st this new moon is a gentle time to plant seeds set intentions and consider all you would like to draw close to you and while the aquarian new moon it carries some fresh energy Remember to be gentle with yourselves. Don't put so much pressure on yourselves. We've just emerged from a very dark and long journey. The energies are shifting and it's time to be patient and give yourself some grace to catch your breath. A lot of my clients are talking about how all of a sudden they realize they haven't been taking very good care of themselves. And we have to do that, you know. Um, it's like being on the airplane. You got to put that oxygen mask on yourself so that you have more to give other people. The Aquarius new moon also happens to be the first day of the lunar or Chinese new year, which, which falls at one degree of Aquarius. Yeah, it's happening. We keep talking about the dawning of Aquarius. I don't know when it dawned, but we're definitely in it. And the first degree is a highly karmic degree for new beginnings as we shift out of the year of the Yang water tiger and into the year of the yin water rabbit. Rabbit's a little bit odd. I love rabbits. In Chinese astrology, the rabbit brings hope, peace, and harmony. And it is a much gentler energetic expression compared to the tiger which means 2023 is going to be a great year to slow down a little bit, focus on what is really important and make resting, recharging, friends, joy, creative endeavors, leaps of faith. It's time for us to reach out. Too much div division on the planet has made my soul sick. To, sick, And this year, I'm just like, I'm going to kind of shift it up a little bit. A lot of the guests I'm bringing on my show this year are just going to stretch the edges of your reality, which is what we need to do. So it's a time for something new and it's a time to actively participate in what it is that we are co-creating. We are the ones we've waited for. You keep hearing about it, but you were called to be here or you raised your hand or 
<laughs> my joke is everyone stepped back and I was the only one standing there. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they're like, her, she'll do it. <laughs> my guest today is the amazing Danyan Brinkley. Oh, from my heart to yours, Danyan. I'm so thrilled you're on my show. He's an international New York Times bestselling author of Saved by the Light, At Peace in the Light, Secrets of the Light, and I don't know how many other books you've written, but Danyan is well known for his absolutely extraordinary life story. His books, lecture tours, and workshops have literally transformed the consciousness of audiences the world over. His nonprofit organization, the Twilight Brigade Compassion in Action, trains volunteers to be at the bedside of our nation's veterans. And it, it was nominated for the Heart of Hospice Award in 2008. Daniel, I met you years ago. I'm sure you don't remember. It was 1996, somewhere in there. And I met you in Spokane, went to some sort of an event. And uh, your books and your work have changed my life. So welcome to the show. No, and thank you for being here. Well, in 1996, you only could have been 12 years old. So, <laughs> so you know, I'm appreciative. But earlier, <laughs> it, earlier when you were opening up, Loretta, uh, the world has too much stress in it because yeah. of the bombardment of electronics, both electrical chemically of being affected as well as noise and energy. Yes. But that has two issues with it. You said the dawn of the Aquarian age and we're in it. But the Aquarian age, quote unquote, dawn December the 21st, 2012. And if people want to get an idea of where in the world they are, then if they look at the Mayan culture, and they look at the map, the Maya, and they go back and look at the 9,600-year history of the Mayans, two hours from Houston, and realize that we're in the 11th year of the Mayan calendar, which counts. The only people who thought the world was going to come to an end in 2012 was a bunch of white people. Nobody else believed that was going to happen. But a new age is born. We're in the 11th year of that age. So knowing that confusion and the old trying to hold on and the new trying to take birth and everybody's putting their two cents in in the creation of the next 25,920 years. That's the end of the story. I mean, this is the reality. I have studied the Maya for 50 years. And when you were given the astrological position of where it all is, within the structure of the Maya exists that planetary observations and influences. Okay, so yeah. they they were they knew there was 365 days, 260 days. They had a sun calendar and they had a moon calendar. What is so amazing is 9,600 years ago, some groups took the sun calendar and stayed in the north of Guatemala and the Yucatan. And some took the lunar calendar and migrated to the lower Yucatan, Guatemala, Honduras, and Belize. 
and looking at how the cultures were designed and the buildings were designed and the sun calendar, the 260 day, and then the, the other, I mean, the sun calendar, 365 days, lunar calendar, 260 days. You get a good idea of where you are. And it's historical and you can fly down there and you can go and look at it and touch it and taste it and put your hands in it and realize that we didn't discover Neptune till 1844. They discovered it in 3124 BCE. We didn't discover Pluto to 1932. They knew where it was in 2000. They knew where it was 3,224 years ago. And they carved it on a relief. They carved it on a relief then. So it's exciting to be alive now. It should be insane, everybody. It should be insane because we're in the 11th year of a new birth, a new sets of energies, a, a, new a new transformation of nature. And it has nothing to do with what you're thinking about it. It's going to be doing it because a new age is being born. You have to let go of the old you and realize the newer you has a higher potential not because you did anything to achieve the goal, but because you made it to the birth of an age, okay? You were chosen to be here, and you chose to be here, and there is no other way you would have gotten here. And in order to enter this plane of existence, you would have had to been the very best you could have possibly been in other planes of existence as a spiritual being to be able to have the opportunity to come here at this particular time. So there's not a single great, magnificent, breathing human being on this planet with absolute, unbelievable potential. Okay, so, I mean, I want everybody to understand, yeah. you wouldn't have missed this for the world. You wouldn't miss as crazy as all this is and insane as it is, you wouldn't have missed it because you can observe the world around you, everybody, by paying attention to the depths of your breath. You can observe the world around you to see what people believe. Balance and harmony, loving thy neighbor as thyself and doing to others as you would have others unto you. And the only color you see is character. Those are the rule. The only color you see is in his character. Okay. Yeah. Once you do that, and you looked at the mind's been telling these stories for ten, eight thousand years, and they are they know exactly where it was. And what's really wild, uh, Loretta is. In the ancient, I've been studying them since I, I got uh, obsessed with them uh, during the si 1968 when I was an idiot. And I became obsessed with them. And I, I saw somebody, I went to see Jimmy Hines run the Olympics in Mexico City. And somebody said, you want to go see the pyramids? Well, I laughed. I'm 
it's just a guy that's been dead three or four times. But then I was just a stupid kid. And I went and slept on this slab of flat stone because uh, I got there at 2 a.m. And it was the it was a sacrificial altar at the uh, in Teotihuacan at the at the Pyramid of the Sun. And I slept there in my bedroll because we didn't know what we were going to eat or where we were going to sleep. I, I was going to see Jimmy Hyde run the hundred in the Olympics, and I just became obsessed with the fact that when I saw Teotihuacan on it. I heard its basic history. I knew I'd been lied to my entire 18 year life. I knew I'd been lied to. And then as I studied the, the Maya, you come up here across the border and everything you think you know is a lie. And you can go down to the Yucatan and walk among reality and know that everything that you're being told is a lie. Okay, so. Wow. And the. The joy in it, Loretta, is that mm -hmm. I chose to be at a time when the evolution of consciousness would be as its most creative way. And the old systems would try to control. And I know it as a reality. But to be able to be a co-creator and to be able to be here as a divine part. Yeah. It's like what you showed us on Thursdays. Just put a little love out there. Appreciate the courage it took for you to come here. And to realize that you are a great, powerful, and mighty spiritual being with dignity, direction, and purpose. And nothing can change that. So the only thing that can ever go wrong in your life is you allow something to affect your dignity, which skews your direction and your purpose. Okay, and yeah. if the people, if you just keep that in mind, everybody, you'll find a calmness. You'll find an observational place that keeps your heart and your mind synchronizing in character and values. And then you weave through it perfectly and be as beautiful and magnificent. But you have to also remember, equal to you finding all the things that are supposed to become scarcity. Your breathing is the single most important thing that you pay attention to. And the quality of the air that you're breathing, and that if it's sunlight, that you're in that sunlight. Because everything is cut to create stress to keep you from taking deep breaths and deep breaths and air represents divinity. You breathe the divine in, you set an intention and you breathe the divine action out. Anything that can control that has, has the true control. And that's the way the system the old is using. The last thing is this. Everybody in the world should be a Reiki master. It's not maybe they should take your classes. If this is within distance, it's in distance in your home, and it's practical for you to do whatever Loretta is you're doing. It teaches people energetic transfer as a form of healing consciousness, evolution, and a place to start to understand who you really are with the new 
Aquarian aged fourth, almost fifth dimensional perceptive capability. Yeah. Life is rock and roll. Yeah. And I love everybody who's listening to this show. Yeah. There's nothing and there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> Just take your loving. Get over it. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> I, I love, oh man, I love everything you just said. You're so to the point. I, I have a joke with my Reiki students, you know, when I'm teaching, I go, now listen, you know, we have to ask permission to give Reiki healing. You can't just walk down the street and take people down and put your foot on their throat and say, listen, just take it. Right. <laughs> but well, maybe there's a way to do that in a different way. Right. <laughs> well, higher will, higher will, what wins of the yeah. day. What wins the day is, this is what I learned from the near-death experience. You know, people who don't know me, I'm everywhere. You know, I've been here a yeah, thousand. You, you know, and I, 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 I know what it's like to leave this world. And I know what palliative end-of-life care is. And I know what's next. And I am, I will say it humbly, I'm one of the world's leading authorities in palliative and end-of-life care and the nature of the spiritual transition. I'm one of, I may not be the best, but I'm good because I've given my entire life to palliative and end of life care. I, I created a toilet brigade because the VA did not have a hospice program. And after I had the third near death experience, I discovered a level of consciousness that I had seen the first two times. By the time I had brain surgery, I was at the third one. So. I had one death experience struck by lightning and then the near death experiences was open heart surgery, brain surgery. But I discovered a level of consciousness that exists that because of free will, people trap themselves into the world of the physical. Then I knew where ghosts came from. Then I knew what possessions, where possessions existed. And this whole, I call it the fertile void in Secrets of the Light. But it was a level of consciousness that I saw based on free will, traps people in it. And the biggest thing that we supposedly do, and it's based on breathing and intention. Mm. Why are you doing it? If I am doing it for the greater good of the value of the fulfillment, the divine's purpose in this birthing of a new age, I don't care. Lord, let this person be healed or given the power and the strength and insight. Let me use my energetic interaction, knowing that quantum physics has proven unequivocally that I am an electrical being capable of transmitting energy in and between. The auric field exists. It can be evaluated. They can even apply colors to it. And all of a sudden, this is science. So if you're a Reiki master, you have learned technique and art form that you can think in, in the energetic patterns that are existing at the present. And if you don't believe that, then I still love you, but you're nuts, okay? And you will fall for all the traps that set out there to trap a spiritual being to not pay attention to their breathing. Everybody, I swear to you, the divine is represented in the atmosphere, which is electrical. You have a hatch, you have an atmosphere, a stratosphere, an ionosphere, and a couple of subspheres. 
Okay, that's mental, physical, spiritual. That's proton, electron, neutron. That's positive, negative, neutral. Get over it. Okay, that's science. So if I had an energetic field and my body was energetic, which is proven science, and I had an energetic field of energy called the atmosphere, and I had another receiver on the other end as a person or a pattern of thoughts, Pattern of thoughts, Lord. What are I use, Lord? But let that divine nature and that person's awareness change whatever I'm sensing is wrong with them. When you know the law, and I get up from the dead, Loretta, all the time. You know what I'm the most famous for? It's you can't kill my ass. <laughs> no, you know you think you can, and you can strike me with lightning, and uh spiritual you can cut my heart out of my chest that's just a mental nature of connection and you give me brain surgery that's mental physical and spiritual and you you come at all those levels of consciousness because of the lightning and then you go through open heart surgery again because you have an aneurysm underground and you would have never made it 10 days and and you get up from it so it took two years to learn to walk and feed myself wow. in the flight. It took nine months before I could function because I had, uh, I had staph infection and was always subject to uh, septic, becoming septic. So I had to take vancomycin. The, the, brains, the brain surgery was, I had a grand mal seizure at, and I had to, the near-death experience, and as I was coming out of it in the, uh, under the anesthesia, I had a grand mal seizure, and I'd never had anything like that, so I'm basically straight, and so I had never had anything like that, and I could see what a hallucination was, okay, it's dragons, and, and you know, uh, the weirdest stuff in the world, yeah. okay, but I had also had a near-death experience, so I have a very sane, valid, heart-mind-minded focus on what reality is and how I can take the systems that I understand in taking care of myself and whatever you throw at me, yeah, although it, it, the aftermath, like the pain that I go through because of what the lightning did, it's still worth the journey. It's still worth the journey because I breathe. <laughs> I breathe and I understand that I'm an energetic being. Yeah. And on top of that, I'm a great, powerful, and mighty spiritual being with dignity, direction, and purpose, learning how to stay out of my own way. <laughs> yeah, that's it right there. Um you know, I tell people all the time when they, they come and they start talking about their stress or the things going on and I'll go, okay, um, so let's just begin by exhaling. Let's just take a breath. And I have people all the time going, Loretta, if you tell me to breathe, <laughs> I'm going to scream. And I go, yeah, but you're holding your breath. You're, you're not I in. in every I do it yeah. in every lecture. I yell yeah. at them. I, yeah. I'm at the I'm at the Conscious Life Expo in LA, which is mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And 
it's where you get the people, you get a chance to come around and see how normal you are. I mean, there's some completely insane things that goes on there. And then there's the most wondrous heartfelt experience. And and I, I love doing those programs. So if anybody's listening that you're in the LA area, I'm there on Friday and on Saturday. And so and it's it's worth to come and pick a day pass or to join to come to expend time in that level of consciousness. Because you pick up a lot of love and energy and you find little yeah. tiny things. I, I am uh, notorious for walking the floor of where all the exhibits are, you know, and I stop and I like to look at what everybody's doing because you see people make a mental, physical, spiritual, and financial commitment to be at a certain place at a certain time with their product. Yeah. I believe yeah. they deserve to be respected. Yeah, and so I, I I walk the floor and I look at everything and if it's interests me I stop and I listen to their story, and I buy stuff, you know, and I make a gift. So I I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. I live in a world of palliative and end of life care. I see stress, and I've been I I have the the right and the privilege to say I know how you feel. And everybody thinks they know how somebody feels, you know, and that's the first egotistical thing that anybody says to somebody else. Well, I don't say it egotistically. I know how you feel. I know where they went. And I know how they went there. And I've been over there so many times. It's like a comedy routine. And I can come back with, uh, in 2018, they gave me 10 days. And gave me 10 days. And I said, you want to, I say in my lectures, I said, you want to see what PTSD is? Ask my brother and sister how many times they've had to come and tell me goodbye and watch me die in front of them. Watch me die in front of them. Get back up. So I have that right. And people should go back and listen to this show again. Yeah. Unless you go everywhere where they can listen to it, because you and I are honestly taking this day and the lunar, the calendar of the Chinese, yeah, and the astrological positioning that's influencing them, which I don't understand that stuff. I know it's true, okay, because I discovered that's a part of the Mayan structure in the fourth calendar, yeah, okay, which deals with the emotions. It deals with the states of being that you're going to be in based on that you have five functions a day. The Mayans are worse than the Muslims. You know, it's praying to Mecca, but you got five things you got to accomplish every day, okay, to live in the perfect harmony of what the old consciousness was in a, in a place they came from that they call Atitla. Like Atlantis, Atitla land. Okay, so we're living in the birth of a new age. Get over. Okay, started December 21st, 2012. Get over. We're in its 11th year. Get over. What's happening? You've gone from the third level of consciousness to the fourth mini have, and yep. some are even touching on the fifth. Yes. So yep. they're, uh, they're gamers. They're gamers, no matter what 
age they are based on what they did to elevate their consciousness to understand programming. When you program and create a reality, you can call yourself a god. And then you see the mechanisms it takes to make it work. And each of those are governed by a series of laws. Or your cell phone wouldn't work. This radio show would not work. And this radio show is transmitted on the internet and out through the airways. Yeah. You can't see it, but you can turn it on and listen to it. So when, when you touch it on the fifth, you think in those levels, how does my cell phone work? How can I take a picture right now and send it to uh, and send it to Siberia, to the coldest city in the world, and ask them how they're doing? Okay, and they can get it in three seconds. How does that work? It's electrical. It's just yeah. little dots. <laughs> yeah. Well, when when you think about that, Loretta, people got to be crazy not to realize that this age has been born and accept that the, the reality of what they see, which is basically insanity, has a right to play itself out. It has a right. I mean, we spiritual beings believe in the big lie. And when you come here, you have to believe what's called the big lie. The big lie is you think you can be, you know, what's the purpose of life? The purpose of life is practicing being a God. And why write on a piece of paper everything you think that is God, comparing, compassionate, caring, loving, protective. And then all that list of things, there's probably nine of them. And then ask yourself, so how many times, ask yourself, how many times per day do you get a chance to be one or more of those things you just wrote down that you hope God is? The answer will be all day, every day. So the purpose of life is practicing being a God. If you think it's anything else other than that, then you don't believe there's a God, which that makes you insane. Or that there's a divine system that is programmed and designed just like a great game, but programmed and designed and created to grow in, to expand in, to serve in. And the big lie is to believe that you can be helpless and alone. We just saw the yeah. pandemic, which yes. was to display the, yeah. the test run of how you create despair, which uh, which the trouble becomes whether your ethereal spiritual body can energetically stay connected to your physical body. That's why suicides, yes. that's why people are stressing out. And if you look at anybody that's there and you count the depth of the breath, how much they breathe in and when they breathe out. They're breathing out fear. They're breathing out lostness. They're breathing out stress. They're breathing out uh, afraid. They're breathing out helplessness and they're breathing out loneliness. And they're breathing in so shallow that the only area that the divine can interact in in your eight sinus cavities is because your breath is so shallow then there's not much they can do to help you stop being afraid, helpless, and alone. And it's a simple, for me, it's a simple science. It's not weird or odd or woo-woo. Yeah. It's the basic structure of a spiritual being 
which I know that I am, and so is everybody else. If you're here and you're breathing, you're a great powerful body spiritual being with big dignity, direction, and purpose, and I love you, and I don't care. I don't care what you think about that. I don't care what you believe about that. I don't care what you do about it once you heard me tell you that you were it. But it will bother me that you don't take action as that. But rebuild well, creates that way. Yeah, go ahead. Because you, you're. I can feel our connection and you're answering everything before I say it. Um, this idea that I can be intentional in uh, i think you said when i breathe in i'm 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 breathing in divine direction or when i'm exhaling divine direction this this idea that a lot of people do which is like i'm going to exhale and i'm going to get rid of all the crap out of me right exhale that and then breathe in light or whatnot but i'm hearing you go a little bit beyond that into okay so what are we exhaling what is our our intention yeah, that's all God cares about. Mm -hmm. why, why do you think you get a chance to come here and practice being a God? <laughs> you know, it's so simple to me. Lord, and I'm sorry that I'm uh, the way I am. But I, I live this. I live what I talk about. I'm sorry. I'm glad you, know, you are I the way you are. I talk about. <laughs> yeah. But I live what I live, what I talk about. And I get up from the day. And I might be in pain and I might be uh, uh have issues because I've been struck by lightning, but not that I don't take care of myself. And I've always done that. I mean, I watch how all that operates. So, and I understand end of life care, death, and what's next. I have more than $34,000 at the bedside. I've been with 2,013 people going from this world to the next and 352 taking their last breath and they were veterans and when i was in the third near-death experience and the brain surgery and i saw this level where people trapped themselves i had to come back and i was practicing being a god with the knowledge i have like i always frame it like this the last thing you're going to ask yourself when you have your book of judgment or your panoramic life review is if god after you see your whole life if God couldn't come today and God had sent you as you saw God in the life you just reviewed, what difference did you and divinity or you and that God yeah. make? Okay. Well, uh, I have been through four of these panoramic life reviews or judgments, and I have a pretty good understanding of me because I have to face myself every time. And I can't say that I'm getting better through every near-death experience, but I'm definitely improving, you know, and, and right. Right. the joy is understanding how it works. Like I say about Reiki, okay, if you are, if you're trying to access the fourth and fifth dimensional levels of consciousness so that you can be calm, then you must Look at yourself as an energetic being. Tranquility comes in grounding yourself in who you are. The earth is 7.83 hertz. Uh, I measure the world around me by looking at what the barometric pressure is every day, how much concentration of moisture, which helps me understand my energetic 
prowess, how much range I gain in my love and my thoughts and the things that I come in contact with. And then I pay attention to my breathing and I breathe and I have three times a day where I stop for two minutes and I breathe and give divinity chance to come in and in this mangled, utter, insane thought process I have that it can come inside and take a nap. You know, it's okay. I say, Lord, okay, Lord, come on in there. It's time for you. And I'm gonna sit down and I'm just gonna breathe and give you a clear shot. And I do it every day. I know. And I take liquid trace minerals. Anybody that doesn't take trace minerals as a supplement is crazy. Okay. I'm a Linus Paulding fan, and I give trace minerals the key and how I eat, what I do, I give that the power in how I can stay alive. And Linus Paulding says that every illness can be reduced to a trace mineral mm. or a combination or uh, of a lack of that trace mineral. So, I mean, these are the things that I do, and I hope that my rantings this morning on your show is beneficial to the people who want to experience the world they already are living in. You can think you don't live in the new procession of the equinox, and you can think that the Mayans don't count. They don't count. They count backwards. They don't go forwards into the future. The days go backwards to accomplishment. You know, um, they have a. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I was good enough. I'm just okay. having fun. All right. I'm just having I, fun loving I, you and your audience and Benny. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I want to. I want to just interject this for the listening audience. Um, you know, Danyan has, there's a movie out there, Saved by the Light. I don't know what year what year that was done, Danyan, but that's really about your- Turner movie classic. Yeah, it's a Turner, it's a Turner movie Turner. classic. That's right. You can uh-huh. go to Turner movie classics and fire it up, or you can, it's on the internet. Some guy in Hungary put it up on, on YouTube 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I recommend everybody go watch it because one of the things for me, and of course I, I rewatched it um, the night before last, you know, and just to refresh my memory. And you were such a bad boy, Daniel. I mean, I, I was watching that and I know that it's probably watered down for the movie uh, people. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I was, uh, well, you know, that was tough. I, I, you were I tough. Yeah. I didn't believe, I I guess I was an observer and power and strength was either had money, so impressed people, or you could knock them out. Well, I didn't have money, so I had choice number two. And I had a way with dealing with the things around me that were, uh, that was a combination of being a a jack as a way of getting attention and being skilled that if I said it, I could back it up. That if I told you I was going to knock you out, I would knock you out or I would shoot you, you know, whichever one accomplished the goal. And then you discover your spiritual being and 
you're going to be every person that you ever encounter and you're going to feel the direct results of your interaction between you and everybody else and yeah i kind of got tired of shooting me so i make sure that my intention in taking those kind of actions as i would go to defend something i care about and love i make sure that my intentions are true and pure instead of the 90 percent style of what the intention was show it off humiliating okay that i understand that and and the worst part about that loretta is i was good at it <laughs> yeah well i i mean your story to me is is remarkable in so many different ways so here you are being this person you're on the phone, you get struck by lightning. And and by the way, people, you know, Danyan's all over the place. You can go and listen to many, many interviews with details, but you ended up um, going to the other side where you said you had your a life review. And of course you've had four life reviews. Yeah, and the worst part about that is it doesn't pick up where the old one left off. You go- That was my question. It's you, go, you go through the whole thing again. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So this well, is just one lie. Everybody, this is just one lie. It's just one. Yeah. And I, 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 I have four, <laughs> four breaks in this one lie, but it's just one lie. So forgive me. I'm, I'm delighting in you, loving on you. And, and I just, I'm highly amused. Like, why did they have to keep <laughs> killing you? Did they need to just keep bringing you back and, well, I can answer that. Yeah. I mean, they'd completely run out of messiahs. And they had to have the job done. Right. And they were scraping the bottom of the barrel. And they said, right. just jack ass we could possibly find. And let's let him see who he really is. Okay. And let's let him see what he the skill set that he has. And let's see him put it to like build a one of the largest end of life care volunteer programs for dying veterans in America in history. So if God couldn't come today and God had sent me in the life I just get to review, yeah. I'm going to be every person who I've ever helped, yeah. who's ever I've been with in their family and seeing them look up at me, I'm going to get to be them. Well, I've been them 2000 times. So understanding that the way that I see the, the transition process I know exactly how it works, everybody. I know what you're going to be responsible for and why you're going to be responsible for it. Okay, and there's no use in messing around with wandering around whether you're capable of seeing it and understanding it. Come to one of my programs or go to lightstreamers.com and just get in the dance. I'm not afraid. I put out these things called, uh, they're like stripes, flashpoints is what I call it because when I got struck by lightning, I called that a flashpoint. And so I put out these things called flashpoints with me and uh, Mel. And I, I watched, uh, Mel watches the traffic, Loretta, and I see the, the traffic uh, of what people say about the flashpoint. So we are spiritual beings and we're living here now. And what, what the divine knows about me is this, and I say this in, in all the arrogance that a human being can say it, that if the Lord God was screaming tonight, someone stand in my name, not for the reward of heaven or the fear of hell, but for righteousness for its namesake. 
or that I am, or in my case, that the law is. I'm the first one to get up. I stand up. Yeah. And I take it on, and you can kill me if you want, but you know, big deal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> come get you some. <laughs> I love your I love your sense of humor about that. And I I I actually think it's it's very appropriate. So you have such an understanding of what dying is all about and that there is I know no death. Yeah. I know everything. Yeah. I know and, and I say that in, in confidence, and I don't know everything. Sure. But I know enough to get you safely across that that barrier and i know enough as you as a caregiver or loving being i know enough to tell you what's going to happen and how it's going to happen so that you're supportive of that system yeah so that that person understands that their life had value and how you structure it and that they have a system and structure of closure i know how to do it and i i am a master at it so i went to ronnie and uh, Dub and a couple other people who were trained Twilight Brigaders, and I said, okay, since the VA now has taken my program and adapted, when I went to the VA, they did not have a hospice program. And since I was in palliative care in the nursing homes as a volunteer, I saw them dying eight or nine a day. Today, 37 to 50 veterans kill themselves every single day. Okay, this is where my personal fight is. Yeah, it's the way I get up every day, and I breathe in and I breathe out to make a difference in the lives of those people who are stressed, who the system is failing and the world is crumbling and they can't eat, and they think they're going crazy. Well, they they're living in the birth of a new age. Yeah, and if they get a chance to even get near that, then the stress relieves them, and so that's my personal fight. But I understand the mechanisms of how a spiritual being leaves this world. And spiritual being operates only on four things. We are not complicated as spiritual beings. We're not. Okay. There are three things and a value that we operate from. And we don't operate from anything else. <laughs> okay. People go so crazy thinking there's so many opinions and ideas and thoughts yeah. and all that yeah. lunacy. Yeah, yeah. I, when you call me on the phone, it says, hello, if this phone call has anything to do with having fun, getting to heaven or making money, please leave a message. And if it does, <laughs> thank you for calling because those are the only three things that I'm interested in hearing about. I don't care about the rest of it because if it fits into the parameters of that I designed my life for I'm in with everything I got if it doesn't yeah. have at it do whatever you want to do you get a chance to explore all the possibilities and creations as when the divine created where we are and who we are okay and you get a chance to participate in that as a god so as much as I see insanity, destroying a system that we grew up in, you know, our age we grew up in, after the war and capitalism and the world power and all of that, 
we're watching that pass away. And there is nothing that's going to save. There is nothing. Because it's a part of the old. Okay. Yeah. So we are, I have to interrupt because we're down to just less than a minute left in our show, which is absolute insanity. Um, I want to remind the listeners that Danyan has great books out there. Saved by the Light, I suggest that you just get it. He has uh, prophecies in there. He has boxes, visions that he was given. And he also is clear that we are in uh, one of the, we don't have time to talk about it, but I want you to take a look at those prophecies. And Danyan also has a great uh, comment, box 12. And he also says, I believe the battle for the compassionate soul of all humanity, especially of the Western world, will be an engagement in the arena of healthcare. And on that, we are down to the last moments. If you are somewhere where you can listen to Daniel at the Conscious, um, a Daniel at the Conscious Life Expo, you can go to ConsciousLifeExpo.com. You can find Daniel Brinkley all Our over the place. Lightstreamers. Lightstreamers.com. All right. Love you, everybody. Love everybody. And Daniel, from the bottom of my heart, tears, love, love. Thank you for what you do. and, yeah. and give Benny, give Benny a kiss for me. I will. Kisses, Benny. Ah, thanks. <laughs>